Welcome, everybody, to episode number two of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I am your host, Rob Fitoff, otherwise known as RPT. You can find me at Twitter, at P Fitoff. Again, that's at P as in Paul, T as in Tom, H-I, T as in Tom again, O-F-F, Frank, Frank. Um, if you just want general updates for Notre Dame Athletics, um, that's the site to go to. Um, whereas here, I give you the facts, you know, updates, commentary but if you just want the straight facts of any like notre dame update um i've posted um various recruiting updates this week um and i just found out and i just posted this on twitter as well for the september 17th game against cal um the team's going to wear the green jerseys for that game and they ask all fans to wear green for that game as well um kind of like the they'll probably call it like a green out like penn state has their whiteout game so um Again, September the 17th, the game against Cal. Um, wear your green if you're going to the game. And again, they'll be wearing the green jerseys. Um, I had scheduled a totally different podcast um, for today. However, due to the fact that recruiting has um, been super busy this week and actually toward the end of last week as well, um, long story short, for 2023, we were the um, number one recruiting class for a while. However, Ohio State signed two five-star wide receivers last week, Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis. Um, Carnell Tate was heavily recruited by Notre Dame, and things were looking fairly good um, this spring. Um, however, from the sources that I um, looked into, um, he pretty much had not talked to Notre Dame the past um, six weeks to two months, um, and it was looking like Ohio State anyway, so that's not a big surprise. But with those two um, going to Ohio State, Ohio State leapfrogged us in the 2023 rankings. Um, and we went to about two or three, depending on which source you went to. I go to uh, 247 Sports, our rivals. Um, one of them had us two. Um, the other had us three. And then replacing us was um, Texas. So depending on which site you went to, it was more or less Ohio State, Texas, Notre Dame, or Ohio State, Notre Dame, Texas. However, things have changed. So let's go into, before I start talking about 2023, let's talk about the next year, 2024. We are still the number one recruiting class for 2024. So let's go last Friday. So again, this is 2024 where we're still the number one recruited class. Um, Jack Larson four-star tight end out of Charlotte, North Carolina. As I look at my other screen here, um, he went to Charlotte Catholic, four-star recruit, four-star recruit. He had offers from, and this is what really um, got my attention, Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, Ohio State, Texas A&M. He committed last Friday to Notre Dame. So great pickup there to keep that number one recruiting class going. Um, last night... Again, this was last night, and this kid's out of Illinois, and he had offers from – bear with me as my screen is not cooperating right now. Here we go. So last night, four-star wide receiver recruit Cam Williams. He's out of Illinois as well. Uh, I believe this is the Chicago area. He is out of Glen Ellen. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Illinois, Glenbard South, four-star receiver. He had offers from Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Cincinnati. 
he is going to Notre Dame as well. So that's really getting this, keeping the momentum for the, um, for the 2024 class. And then earlier in the month, obviously the big recruit, five-star quarterback recruit, CJ Carr, who is out of Saline, Michigan. If that name sounds familiar, his, his grandfather is Lloyd Carr, who coached uh, Michigan to a national championship in 1997 when they had Greasy, uh, Brian Greasy, that is, and uh, Charles Woodson. Um, so he was more or less living in Michigan's backyard. Uh, five-star recruit. He's only going to be a junior this year. He just turned 16 years old. Um, and there's rumors that he may um, reclassify, which means he'd play his junior season and then he would more or less skip his senior season, go right to Notre Dame. I have mixed feelings with that. I don't know if he's, he seems, you know, you know, like I said, five-star recruit, but I'm all about the development. I don't know if he's going to, you know, he'd only be about 17 years old, just turning 17 and then going to Notre Dame. Um, but I'll get into that subject a little bit later because I may change my mind on that because the 2023 class had a heavily recruited quarterback, uh, Dante Moore. Um, it's looking like he's not going to Notre Dame and, and I'm pretty much 99.99999% sure he's not going to Notre Dame. It's looking more like Oregon. Um, that's one of the swing and misses this, um, this recruiting staff. Um, they've only really had two misses. Dante Moore, again, he was a five-star out of Martin Luther King High School in Detroit. Um, four, uh, 4.0 GPA, really smart kid. Things were looking great that he was going to Notre Dame. However, I, I hear so many stories, I don't know what to make of it, but um, why he's not leaning toward Notre Dame now. It's looking like it's Oregon, you know, with NIL now, and Oregon has heavy ties to Nike. You know, he can make more money with NIL probably out there. But again, there's a lot of misconceptions that, you know, well, Notre Dame can't, you know, get the money um, with NIL, and that's that's totally false from what I'm hearing there. So we'll see. Um, but again, with CJ Carr, um, going to be in that 2024 class. And I said, you know, possibly, you know, if he, um, if he reclassifies, he would even come in a year early. Um, so again, let's go to the 2023. And if I look at my list here, um, so Charles Jagasaw, he was an offensive lineman. This is for 2023. So this is for the upcoming, um, recruiting class, four-star recruit. He committed today to Notre Dame four-star offensive lineman. He's out of um, Illinois as well. And he was being heavily recruited by, yeah, Rock Island, Illinois. Um, the number five offensive tackle ranked nationally. Um, he was heavily recruited by Michigan, and we beat out Michigan for him. So great, great, great news there. So with both Kim Williams – oh, no, I'm sorry, with Charles Jagasaw committing – Today, Notre Dame has now leapfrogged Ohio State for the number one recruiting class for 2023 um, for most outlets. So more or less, Notre Dame still has the 2023 and the 2024 class, uh, number one recruited class um, for both of those years. Like I said, Ohio State leapfrogged us last week, but with the Jagasaw signing today, um, it's not a sign. It's a verbal. They can't actually sign until I believe December the 21st. Um, so again, they can back out, but pretty much, um, you know, I've seen it where they backed out before, but 
more or less, if, if things stay the same, Notre Dame has the number one recruiting class for 2023 and 2024. However, again, um, well, I'll, I'll talk again about Dante Moore a little bit later. I want to get to this list here. So there's three, and this is for 2023 recruits. So again, we just leapfrogged Ohio State to number one, and things could get even better this week. Tomorrow at 6 p.m., four-star cornerback Micah Bell um, is going to make his announcement where he's going. This is the big one for me. Rico Flores, four-star wide receiver recruit. Um, on July the 3rd at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's down to us, Georgia, and Ohio State. If we can get him, that just – I don't want to say it solidifies the number one recruiting class, but it just keeps that train rolling for Coach Freeman and staff. And then Christian Gray. No, not the Christian Gray from the Fifty Shades of Gray movies. Totally different, totally different subject matter there. Um, Four-star recruit, cornerback, Christian Gray. He commits on July the 4th at 5 p.m. Um, and that one I'm really interested too, because we got to load up on that that for cornerbacks. Um, that was kind of a weakness. Um, even though um Cam Hart is a solid corner for Notre Dame, and he could have a breakout season. Uh, we need depth at that position, um, and that would be great for the, the future years. Um, so, again, that, that's what's happening this week for the 2023 class. So I kind of want to close out, though, just, again, we're number one in the 2023 class. But, again, depending on C.J. Carr, um, if he reclassifies and if he actually becomes part of that class, um, which is to be determined – if we do not land a stud five-star quarterback in the 2023 class, I'm not going to say it's a, it's a failure because obviously if, if we don't, if we're still even number one, um, I, I think they'll eventually will probably be about number three or four because Alabama and Georgia haven't hit their stride yet in recruiting and who knows what Ohio state's going to do. But even if we're top five, if we do not get a top five-star or even a high four-star quarterback, I'm going to consider the 2023 class disappointing because in today's game, you have to have a, a star quarterback to win a national title. Um, last year was, last year was kind of a, I don't want to say a fluke, but that's the exception. Um, Stenson Bennett for Georgia. Um, I, I would, I thought Ian book was actually better than, than Stenson Bennett. When you think of that, when I think of that name, it sounds like a cologne from the 19. 80s, like some sort of, you know, Western cowboy cologne. But the thing with Georgia, they had a heck of a defense. That was probably one of the, the top five defenses, you know, ever in college football. That helped, you know, he, he didn't have to win games more or less. And had Alabama not lost their top two um, receivers, um, Jameson Williams and John Mechie, I believe the names are, um, I think they would have beat Georgia. So, again, Stenson Bennett had a um, really good defense and Alabama lost their two star wide receivers and to beat a team twice in a year. Um, it's hard to do because Alabama had beat them in the SEC title game. So that's the exception. But if you look at the last, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, um, Mac Jones, I mean, I don't know if he's like a great, great quarterback, but he, he was pretty solid quarterback. Again, I just think, you know, obviously we didn't win with Ian Book. Um, 
when we won it in 88, that was a totally different, that was a totally different game back then too with Tony Rice. I mean, I think he was like 31 and two as a starter. He just won games, but again, you have to have a top notch quarterback to win a national title. Again, the Trevor Lawrence's, the Joe Burrows, um, you know, with two with Alabama, I mean, they had Jalen Hurts, but Nick Saban had the guts, you know, Jalen Hurts was struggling at the time. He brought in his other five-star um, Tua Tugla-Viola. I, I didn't pronounce that name right. I know that. I just call him Tua. But, again, you, you have to win. Again, there's some exceptions here and there. But if you want to win a championship in today's college game, I know I know we have a great defense. We're getting some great skilled positions players this year. We need a quarterback. And maybe Tyler Buckner is that quarterback. I just don't. There's so much unknown. And I base my analysis on the knowns and not the unknown. And um, we'll see what happens there. Again, and that that's the thing, too, with Tyler Buckner. His skill competition that he went up against in, in um, California wasn't the greatest competition. Um, he had a great sophomore season. His junior year, he tore his ACL. I believe he didn't even play that year. And then they had the COVID year in 2020. So really last year when he played, I mean, he played some significant minutes at Notre Dame, but it was mostly in rushing situations. So again, that um, we really don't know what he's about. And he's going to, his first game, and I know he's not been named the starter yet, but I think we pretty much know he's going to, it's not going to be Drew Pine who stunk it up at the spring game. And I know you can always say, you know, spring game, take that with a grain of salt. But from watching him in the spring game, I pretty much know he's not going to be the starter. Um, it's going to be Tyler Buckner pretty much. Um, so again, um, want to give you a recruiting update tonight. Um, playing on my next show. I'm thinking about, it's, it's going to be a show based on, um, you know, when someone from Notre Dame graduates and they're in the pros, whether it's the NFL or NBA, do you always cheer for them or do you just dislike them as well? Um, kind of just a preview. Kyle Hamilton was drafted by the Ravens. I'm a huge Steeler fan. I do want him to succeed in the NFL. You know, it's Notre Dame. It seems like a quality, high-class um, individual. However, when he plays the Steelers, I want him to have the worst possible game imaginable. I want his uh, former teammate, Chase Claypool, you know, beating him for touchdowns, you know, just torching him. So um, um, I'm going to kind of uh, ponder over on how I can expand that subject. Um, but, again, pretty much that's a recruiting update. Um I may jump in over the weekend, depending on how the list I gave you for the 2023 class and just give you a quick update on how that went. Again, Rico Flores is the big one um, I want to hear about because um, that's down to us, Ohio State and Georgia. Um, so again, this is Rob Fitoff. You can find me at Pete Fitoff on Twitter. Um, thank you for your time. Again, this is episode two of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. Thank you so much. Go Irish.